0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at
0: that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go.
0: Let's uh, rock this thing out with your thing out. What's up, Al?
1: Oh, hi, Jerry. I had a... Um... Interesting thought yesterday as I uh, got nude before I got in the shower. You had a
0: thought yeah. as you got nude Correct. as you got into the shower. And I was. I can't uh, even yeah. contemplate what that thought would be.
1: I'm going to be completely honest with you. With Where'd how those I, dimples on
0: my ass cheeks come from?
1: With how I came to this thing. So, um, you know, I do like to trim my downstairs area, but in the winter, I don't trim my belly or my chest hairs. So they get quite thick. Thick. So I. Got naked and I was just kind of kinda like rubbing my belly hairs. Feel like a dog? <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Did you lick yourself? I did not lick myself. <laughs> I couldn't possibly reach that area, so You tried? I was I was doing that with my like belly hairs yeah. and noticed a piece of lint in my belly button, which happens, right? Okay. And I thought I have an innie belly button. There's innies and there's outies. And I didn't know if that was still a thing. I had a couple questions about belly buttons. One. You're serious? Yeah. Do people still have innies and outies? Two, as a parent, do you get to make that decision? Does the doctor ask you that when cutting the umbilical cord and... and No, because the umbilical cord stays on until it falls off naturally.
0: Well, this is what I was—I t- was told so many various things. I asked in my two experiences with my boys when they cut the cord. It stay. There's a piece that stays, and it's purpley, right? Yeah, and then within within
1: 24 to 48 hours, it just naturally falls off. And then the belly I mean, button is there. That's what it is. And then, so that's when you see whether you have an innie or an outy. I guess so. At least in my two experiences, yes. Do you recall uh, your son's belly buttons? Yeah, they're in. Innies. Mm-hmm. I think Innie is the preferred. The Audi looks a little strange. Yeah, I don't know anyone with that, so I don't... Right. I've That's heard a, of it, but I don't know anyone with it. Exactly, that. which has got me thinking. I was like, maybe they figured out a way just to do Innies. Because I don't think people like the Audies. I don't know. So I didn't Goog- Google this, I tweeted out, I asked Twitter. Most people thought I was being weird, <laughs> which I was not. Just bored. I actually had people tell me what you just told me. The umbilical cord... Falls off, right. and what you get, you get. Other people told me, no, you can pick what you want. Yeah, I'm not aware of that. I, I don't think that's a thing. I don't. I don't know. Other people told me if you have an Audi, that if you later on in life go in for a hernia repair, it falls into an innie. That that's partial. That's a partial hernia situation, which is why it's poking out. Okay. Do you w- clean your belly button specifically ever? Yeah, usually, sure. But just in the shower. Mm-hmm. Only in the shower. Yeah. Because what I used to have to do, and I'm probably in need of this now. I used to, well, this is what my mother showed me to do when I was younger, Uh-oh. that you take a Q-tip and you put Vaseline on it mm-hmm. and put it in your belly button and leave it for like a day. Ew. Then the next day, you take a Q-tip and clean it out. It's disgusting.
0: That sounds terrible. Yeah. Because
1: my belly button goes way in there, Jerry.
0: What do you have a like vagina could, on your belly? <laughs>
1: I do not have a vagina <laughs> on my belly, about? but I could get my first, the first quarter of my pinky in my belly button. Okay. The only place There's an a Audi rhyme in there. Yeah, the only place an Audi looks good on it is like a hot chick with a flat stomach. That's then it's all right. I get. I don't really think I've. I don't. Know. You not think about it.
0: I don't. I don't think I know anyone with
1: it. Do this later on when you. I don't have time. If you have time, just Google, like, bikini girls and see how many have outies versus innies. Okay. And that's right, I just sounded like you.
0: Yeah. And you're watching this happen. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I remember uh, the umbilical cord on my younger sister. Like you said, I remember, like, finding it bizarre that there was this purple thing. Mm-hmm. And it just falls off, you mm-hmm. said. Yeah. And you find it
0: in the house? Um, yeah. I mean, you'll find it. Could be in the crib.
1: Could happen while they're sleeping. Is it made of like uh, what's it made of?
0: I don't know exactly what it's made of. I
1: don't know. Is it Someone's... skin? I don't know. What do you do with it?
0: I don't know. I think for I think Matthews. I think we saved for a little while, but I don't think we
1: have those anymore. And I don't think I don't think anything. I wonder, don't know. Wonder what they're called because it's not the umbilical cord. It's not attached to anything.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. That I is do, pretty I wild. That. Know.
1: We get, you give, not you, but women give birth to a baby mm-hmm. that's attached. Oh, what
0: about me? I pushed it out
1: my belly button. <laughs> You're inny.
0: Yeah.
1: That's attached to the umbilical cord is attached to the placenta, right? Sure. Where the nutrients are coming from.
0: What feeds the baby for the nine months.
1: And how did we developed. first figure it out? We got to be the only species that cuts an umbilical cord. Right, rhinoceroses just rip it out. <laughs> oh No, like, like I think, like when a dog has puppies, I don't think they're attached to a cord; they just
0: fall out. Yeah, I, I, I never bred puppies. I don't yeah. know. I wonder Not if a clue.
1: humans are the. On- and when did we figure out? Like when cavemen had a baby, cave <gasps> women, did they like uh, this thing is still attached to you in whatever language they spoke back then? Right. And they clubbed it off with a rock or a spear. And Blood probably came out. What a mess! Ma- or I did would they think, pull and have the whole placenta well, come you out? You do know that
0: death in you know expecting moms and moms giving birth was a lot. The oh, death yeah. rate was a lot higher than it is now. I mean, now you're in hospitals with nurses and doctors, and your levels are monitored. I mean, talk about barbaric and archaic for decades. I mean. You had, you had kids. You didn't know if you were going to make it through.
1: Right. Or if your kids are going to make it through, which is what they say when they look back at the uh, how we're living longer. Mm-hmm. It's not that our average age is living longer. It's that we're losing the part of the equation of uh, children dying from uh, during the birthing process. Mm-hmm. So right. we're, we're, we're knocking out those numbers. Right. Makes the averages higher. Yeah. But... Uh, Though I do think our generation—I
0: could be wrong, barring some horrible chemical warfare or something—I um, do think our generation will live longer because we clearly are looking younger. Yeah, older. We're more active, older, and eating better. For the mo- even someone like myself that does not eat anywhere near like you do, I still do make really good choices most of the time.
1: But if the if what's being said is correct, that America has never been more obese they overweight correct how are we looking younger as we get older because we no are smokes, you're right because no one smokes you think it's a smoking thing
0: and i think the ones that aren't obese i mean you've got extremes in this country you got extremes with everything with politics with sports fandom with and with the way we treat our bodies and the way we are in relationships and everything so if you've got on one side of the ledger someone like yourself that takes it very seriously, and it's not quite as rigid as someone like Shannon Sharp, but pretty close. Shannon also does quite the working out also. Which yeah. is why he still looks in the age of – he's got to be 50 now. And Shannon Sharp looks like it could still play in the NFL and is still chiseled. Mm-hmm. Um, on one side, guys like you and him – yes, I put you on the same side with Shannon Thank you, Sharp. Jerry. And then you've got really obese people that are hundreds of pounds overweight – you got extremes those people are not going to live as long as you and i think you are going to look very good into you. i mean look at tony it's a tony danza picture from last week he's 72 years old yeah you can tell me that guy comparatively speaking to our grandparents who when they were 50 look like a 90 year old today it's just
1: different. Do you think Tony Danza has an innie or an Audi Don't know, but I think he takes creatine
0: and HGH. Yeah, and testosterone. Uh, A lot of the guys testosterone.
1: that take testosterone swear by it.
0: No, the problem with that is, like we always talked about, once you start taking it, you can't stop. you
1: got to keep it up.
0: And I, I don't know if there's enough research on it. Correct. You know, I don't know. Mm. Although I could use it because lately I've been exhausted.
1: Yeah, I would love to testosterone and HGH. I want to, get, but then I'd have to go to the gym probably to see some results, right? I would, yeah, I would think so, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, an interesting conversation came up during the show, and I want to uh, Eddie and I took it one way, and I think Boomer and Geo took it another way. And okay. I want to see how you would take this. Yeah, so Boomer, I did say this on the air, but he came into the control room during a commercial break first, and, okay. and said this to us. He said, "I was just in the bathroom, and there is a guy in the stall." Who used who? Who I heard him wipe three times, and then he was done. Okay. Do you think a guy wiping three times is excessive or not enough?
0: What do you mean three times?
1: Like oh. Boomer said, he heard him go chick, 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 with the toilet paper, ball it up, and then chick, 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 ball it up, chick, 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 ball it up, and then That's he was done. Fine
0: depends on the person's body and the routine you're in. And are you on Metamucil? Are you on uh, Fiber One to come out clean? Does, in if three wipes? Is, what's that? In three wipes. You could sometimes have one.
1: Yeah, that is so 100%. Yeah. And and, Eddie
0: there, and, I, and there could be nothing there.
1: Yeah, that had not, not really been my life experience. Same with Eddie, because Eddie and I looked at each other like, three wipes seems like... At first, I thought Boomer was telling us, Can you believe this guy only wiped three times and he thinks he's done? But he meant to, like, can you believe this guy had to wipe three times? I'm telling
0: you, if you are on a good routine with the extra fiber and you are regular, I think it's very possible that more times than not, it's a couple and done and clean. I always feel bad for the person that's in there, and you can hear them on 9, 10, flush, wait, 12, oh, boy, that yeah. means he's got mush.
1: <laughs> Growing up, I, I'm telling you, I would have to flush the toilet three times. Wow, really? Yeah, with all the it was paper. All I was all those putting. damn TV dinners. <laughs> not only that, I was using a big wad of tissue uh, of tissues you. when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm sure. But ever since I got that tushy thing, that's very clean because it shoots water in your butt. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, though, not having it like a genus house, there's no tushy. You feel messy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I hear like I don't even want to go to the bathroom here. Yeah, you don't want to go back. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Because it doesn't feel right.
0: I totally get it. Is that why you bring the squirt bottle into the bathroom here? <laughs> the Gatorade squirt bottle? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I heard a guy in the stall there. He's using a squirt bottle to clean his butt.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah.
1: I don't know why I wrote down medical emergencies.
0: Medical emergencies.
1: Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Like why, why I would have know? written that down? Like did I want to know? Uh, here's here's my notes for today's podcast. It says belly buttons. Yeah. Medical emergencies. Yeah. Three wipes. And there's a podcast. <laughs> there's the show, folks. I
0: wonder what the medical emergencies was in reference to.
1: I don't know. Maybe I, I was thinking like you what, were having one. No, no, no. Like what you've gone to the emergency? Have you gone to the emergency room? As a kid, what were your medical emergencies? Oh, me? Oh, you yeah. For what sort of thing? Uh,
0: well, what do you deem an emergency?
1: Well, when you go to the emergency room for a reason. So nothing life-threatening. Yeah, but, but just like you had to go uh, to the emergency sure. room so that as a would, kid.
0: Yeah, so that would be a broken foot. That would be a torn Achilles. That would be a fractured knee, a broken collarbone, two broken ribs. That was as a kid.
1: And you went via the emergency room for Yes, those. every time. Because
0: the... Ribs was on the football field. The fractured knee was on the football field. The collarbone was or the moped accident. Um, the Achilles was uh, after I had a home run at St. John Vianney High School, uh, jumping up and down in the dugout with my teammates. I tore my Achilles. That wow. Was true. Uh, finished the game, but my dad took me right to the emergency room after that because there was something clearly not right. Really hurt. Started swelling up pretty good. It was not a rupture, but I, I had a torn Achilles. And then there's one other one. Oh, you and the need surgery foot, for that? No, they uh, because it didn't rupture. Okay, it healed on its own. But I was, um, I was, I was in a cast for either eight or twelve weeks. I don't remember. It was a long time. I remember when the cast came off. Man, stretching that thing out hurt like hell. That was rough. And the, the broken foot was touch football on the street. I broke the 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 right side of the top of my foot so, which yeah. was
1: the worst of those emergencies
0: um the worst I feel of like the, the moped accident for me no because see that's what's so bizarre I would say the Achilles because as the night went on I couldn't even put any pressure on my foot the collarbone ironically enough um didn't hurt it just felt and looked really weird and i knew i did something uh and when i went to pick up the moped it was like my arm got shot uh once i put the moped down i was fine again got to the hospital what was to oh, you know what too and the slice on my wrist yeah that's got to be the worst one i forgot about that one because you sliced your,
1: your wrist at the gas station yeah i put it right that, that could have killed door. you yes. like
0: legitimately yes they told me i missed it by a centimeter i also needed to put a um
1: what do you call it tourniquet
0: yeah, I, I put that up by elbow because it was blood was squirting out. I mean, it was scary as hell. So that that's probably the worst one because the wound was so open um, that there was no numbing agent that worked. So they had to stitch it up, and it was painful as all hell. That was a rough one. Yeah, that was really bad. But anyway, the collarbone—the hardest part of the collarbone was the sleeping after. So they wanted to re-break it after they had initially set it, and I said, "I'm good." <laughs> Um, but anyway, going home that night, I'll never forget. They said, sleep sitting up. You can't lie down. You'll have trouble getting up. I said, fine. So I sleep on the couch. The problem was I slid down through the night. Let me tell you, trying to get up, seeing stars, it, the pain was insufferable. Um, they got me up, and I think I stood the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> so you went to the emergency room a number times. of
0: times. Yeah, I, I, my brother probably, it's amazing. My brother, like, never, never got hurt playing sports, and I was a disaster. I I caused my parents a lot
1: of grief. Yeah, that's got to be scary
0: for a parent and your kid has to go to the emergency room. Yeah, oh yeah. And numerous times, my aunt lived across the street. Numerous times, my mom would be at work. It was my aunt that worked at the hospital. And ironically enough, most of the times, she was home, not on shift, and was able to get me in and brought me. Did you ever ride in an ambulance? Uh, Yeah, a lot of times. Really? (laughs) Yes. The ambulance was with the wrist. Um, ambulance was the broken ribs off the football field. Ambulance was when I hit myself in the face with a golf ball this summer.
1: (laughs) Oh, you went in an ambulance for that, right? Yeah.
0: They wouldn't. I I was hoping for, I told you a butterfly stitch and they were like, no chance. Like you need, you need stitches. We're taking you. Okay. Guys enjoy the golf. I got to go. So, you know, I've been in an ambulance way too many times actually. Yeah.
1: Hmm. You know, um, well, when I was really little, I, I shoved a raisin up my nose. And I went to the emergency room for that. Why didn't you just blow it out? Like, well, were it really too high? It was all the way in there. Oh my! God. And but when I got to the emergency room, I sneezed and it came out. <laughs> but I did go to the emergency room oh for my that. God! Another time, I was on my uh, homemade BMX bike and I jumped the curb, and the steering wheel went into my uh, my like sternum area mm-hmm. and fell on that went to the emergency room for Ooh. that nothing really happened though other than yeah um and then I went to the emergency room when I was doing one of my Ron and Fez boxing events <laughs> concussion no you know what I was so sick the night of the the boxing match like a very violently ill mm-hmm. but I was the main event we couldn't cancel it so I went out there and I fought a little bit, but I was like, getting pummeled and I. Uh, they did take me out in a stretcher, which was great for the for the venue. Really, it was cool looking. Yeah, but I did go to the emergency room for that. Wow, for observation. Okay, that was nice. I was in the emerg- I was in the um, ambulance in an open ambulance. Right, and people were piling out of the bar yelling, "You suck." <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, It was really lovely. That's another career ago. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That was so long ago. It was like twenty-two years ago. That's Twenty-one funny. years ago. You were a young man. Yeah. And then I guess I went to the emergency room when uh, when I was playing molecules in the elevator. Did he you broke, broke your rib. Yeah, with a boomer. No, no. It was uh, I didn't go to the emergency room for that because I knew what it was. This was when um, boomer crunched you. Crunched me, and I heard in my chest a pop. And they told me that the cartilage popped up and snapped back in. That's what the noise was. So I was okay, but I did go to the emergency room for that. Got it. Scary, Jerry.
0: Yeah, it is. Anytime you're
1: there, it's the yeah. place you don't want to be. Anytime you go to the emergency room, you do not want to be there. You ain't kidding. Well, I think we learned a lot today, Jerry. We learned that uh, most people would prefer any belly button. We've learned that you really don't get to choose your belly button. It's chosen for you when the part of the umbilical cord falls off of your belly button. And... Sometimes three wipes after you go to the bathroom is enough. Sometimes it's not. Depends on the person. Depends on their diet. Correct. Diet's a big part of it. Diet is a big part of it. All right. Well, I learned something here today, Jay. Oh,
0: I'm glad. I'm glad this was like uh, this was educational for you and it was therapeutic.
1: It was in, in all of those ways. Let's do the warm up show and we'll do the. Um, we'll oh, be I'm back tomorrow. What? You got to C- 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 L- tomorrow. Who is Ceelo again? Me and Ceelo tomorrow. Okay. At least it's was on Peter Schwartz. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it, it could be.
0: I'm not even sure, to be honest. I don't know.
1: Man, I better text some CeeLo action here today. I just
0: know I'm out tomorrow.
1: I got to tell you, that CeeLo can talk, Jerry. He can. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what,
0: very good to do a talk show
1: with. He is very good to do a talk show with. I thought we with. did a good job together, yeah. and he was excellent. Yeah, he's very good. I love the CeeLo. Yeah. All right, uh, warm up next. C-Lo!
0: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And he takes the snap. Back to throw. Under pressure. Avoids the rush. And he's going to fight out of it. Still fights out of it. Now throws it deep downfield. Wide open Tyree, who takes the catch. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM. And always live on the Free Odyssey app. <laughs> and jerry don't worry it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't sub a couple minutes after five o'clock it is a tuesday morning as we are barreling our way towards december nice to see you eddie skazeri the eddie skazeri no eddie jockerman who do you think we're talking and across from me his name is al stephen dukes what's up
1: good morning jerry uh, is it time to go back to just Sunday football games, Jerry? That yes, way, please. That way games like that happened last night between the Bears and the Vikings would just be kind of lost in a 1 o'clock window. I couldn't agree more. Boring. Along with other. The game ends 12-10. Yeah. Bears winning after a late field goal, which if I do the math, Jerry, that means it was 10-9. Correct. And I looked at halftime. It was 3-3. Three to three. Oh there was 7 minutes and 8 minutes to go in this game.
0: Yeah. I believe it was 8 minutes to go in this game and the Bears were winning 9-3.
1: 9-3.
0: It was this awful. Josh Dobbs then proceeded to miss a wide open receiver. I mean, wide open down the left side. They went up scoring and taking the lead, but it was awful. There was I forget what what betting site it was. They posted that a guy bet $50 for a no-touchdown Monday night game to where he would have won $6,000, and with eight minutes to go, he was winning.
1: I might start making that bet, a no-touchdown game. Yeah. Uh, just bet all the games because
0: uh, you're going to get one soon. Absolutely. you got to bet some money to win some money. This oh, guy I bet see. 50 bucks. 50 bucks that's pretty good. I'm with you, though. If we're going to have Thursday night football, no
1: more Monday night football. Right, because you got Pick Thursday one. night, Sunday that's night, too much. Monday night. It's... There, there's not enough good games every week I agree. to get them on there. I completely agree. No, we, we couldn't have thought even prior to the season that the putting the Bears on prime time was going to be a good idea. Uh, No, right? no, I, I'm with like you on that. Like the Jets, we understand the mistake that was made. We thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be in prime time. Well, the mistake
0: was him tearing his Achilles.
1: That was a big one. Yeah. That was a big part of
0: it. I guess there was a lot of belief in Justin Fields, perhaps. Maybe. But when you – I don't know. The coach is boring. The team is boring. They, even when they win, they're boring. Correct.
1: Now, right. now uh, how the mighty fo- – I mean, we prop people up in the NFL so quickly, and then we'll tear them down in a second.
0: Going Josh Dobbs here? Yes. Well, I never understood – this is the one thing I've never gotten. Josh Dobbs was a nice backup quarterback in the NFL – and you know what? When he has come in and spot play, he's been good. The idea, though, that he's going to be really good every week, he's been around a long time and on a lot of teams. If he was going to be really good consistently, he would have stuck somewhere. So he did a nice job. The idea now that they might move on from him, why, that's not shocking to me. But yeah. you're right. It's like build them up, tear him down, build them up, tear him down. He threw four picks last night. Three of them off deflections, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Uh, well, two for sure. They're, they're, and one, I mean, inexcusable on the receivers' part. But yeah, four picks go to his credit.
1: And then head coach uh, Kevin o- O'Connell did not commit to Dobbs moving forward, saying that uh, Jaron Hall, oh great, is back, awesome. and uh, Nick Mullins is also available. Nick Mullins. <laughs>
0: The guy from the 49ers? Yeah. Nick, he was I one of the backups like,
1: here with the uh, Vikings. Right. And then he got hurt. I forgot and about He that. got hurt as well. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's just so funny. Like, we were just like, oh, my gosh, Josh Dobbs. He didn't even know the offense. He came in and he won a couple games. And he was just introducing himself to teammates during touchdown celebrations. And I was like, oh, you threw four picks? Get out. <laughs> you You're suck. not allowed one bad game anymore. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, the problem is these games are so precious that it drops them down to five hundred, six and six. You lose to a division rival. But here's the thing: there, even if they make the playoffs, yeah, where are they going? Nowhere. Nowhere. They don't have you know they don't have their guy and Kirk Cousins. It could stop.
1: Yeah, I always like these things like on the bubble, in the hunt for in the what? hunt for what exactly right. to go be a sacrificial lamb in January, right? For one. Wild card game where you're going to get rolled by the number one seed. Have there been, Eddie can probably help with this, and I would have
0: to think about this. Any Cinderella stories that you can think of that became Super Bowl winners? And I don't just mean a wild card team that had a run. Because you can – like, the Giants, when they won the Super Bowl, they had really good players, and you could make the case for them. Like, I can't make the case for the Vikings without Kirk Cousins making a run in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: the only one that I always remember from my childhood is the Jim Plunkett-led Oakland Raiders in 1981. But didn't they they have Hall of Famers on that team? Well, they had um, – Wasn't Marcus Allen there already? No, I think – Was before Marcus Allen? Yeah, he was before Marcus. But they had Cliff Branch at wide receiver – they had Kenny King, uh running back. Okay. They had some guys, but they were, I think, a wild card team. And that's the only one like because that held up for like years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what it's about, changed now, but yeah. What about the Oakland Raiders in nineteen eighty one? So, no, I don't I don't believe any of these especially like when you look in the AFC. I guess NFC, too. You're not getting past the Eagles or the Niners.
0: No, I would think Eagles, Niners, Cowboys have to be the three that you would think two of those teams are going to be in the NFC Championship game. And in the AFC, it's obviously the Chiefs and the Dolphins. I mean, we know the teams at this point, and the Ravens, so who knows? Jerry, what about the first uh, Kurt Warner Rams Super Bowl team? They kind of came out of nowhere. They came out of nowhere, but that was the greatest show on turf. They were putting up a million points. So I think when you got to the postseason, it was kind of like, can anybody stop the Rams? I'm talking about a team like the Vikings that very well might make the playoffs at 9-8 and eight with a backup quarterback, kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors. They can't go on. They're just not good enough. I think the Giants, you know, that Super Bowl 42 it, is the only one. Except the Giants had really good players everywhere. That, that's why, to me, that doesn't even qualify. Because you can, I think going into that, you could make the case. Like, you know, can they, I think, was that the, the, the game at Lambeau? Was that the season where they beat the Packers, right? That was the most surprising. And then if you go back even years prior to that, when they beat the Cowboys in Dallas, that's still a division game. You could make the case they could have won that game, which they did. I don't know. I like, look at this Viking team. What about They're the not Eagles? going anywhere. Eagles beating the Patriots with uh, Foles. That's yeah, a good one. You know down. what? That's actually a good one. Nick Foles. In now, the Eagles are damn good. Yes. But you are right with Foles at quarterback, and no one expected that. That's a good one, actually.
1: I see here a list of seven teams. This just came out on uh, November 13th, so it's only November 28th. Two, two weeks ago. As, uh, from Fox Sports, they put out the seven wild-card teams that won the Super Bowl. Okay, It was the Raiders, as I mentioned. Right. The 97 Broncos. but That was Elway. The, uh, the 2000 Ravens. Yeah, that's another
0: good one because they had Trent Dilfer, but their defense was so dominant. Yes. But you're right, not a great quarterback in terms of the way he played. Okay. The 2005
1: Steelers. I guess that mm. would have been Ben Roethlisberger, right? You know Against, the, uh, they were the sixth seed.
0: You know what the difference is there, though? It's And this I shouldn't
1: say this because it shouldn't matter. It's still the Steelers. I don't know. So it's got a different vibe for you than a Vikings. Yes, boy, yes. Then you had the two thousand seven Giants. Right. The twenty ten Packers. Okay. And the twenty twenty Buccaneers. But they had missed the Tom Brady. They had Tom
0: Brady, which changes things.
1: See, I would not even even though that was just three years ago, I don't remember them being a wild team with Tom Brady. I don't either. And yet they were the division winner at eight and nine last year. Yeah. With Tom very Brady. strange. Yeah. How about that? I see Tom Brady is now like no longer living in cold weather.
0: Well, when was he? I thought he moved to Florida
1: when he went to the Bucks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Why? What were you seeing? I saw seeing him in like uh, a bathing suit in a pool, and they were like, "Tom Brady's the, not moving back to the to the wintry states anymore." Would I you? Guess, no, right? I would never. I was listening to a podcast where Wayne Gretzky was the guest. Wow! Could you repeat that for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> on my way in, yeah. I listened to Theo Vaughn's podcast. That who he, the hell
0: is Theo he's Vaughn? He's a
1: comedian. He's very good. Okay, and he had uh, Wayne Gretzky on, who seems like just the sweetest guy. Is yes, but he, you know, he grew up in uh, the the frozen tundra of Canada, but he mm-hmm. lives in Jupiter, Florida now. Man, everyone just gets soft and goes to Florida. That's, it sounds lovely, it though. though. It really does. Except those hurricanes
0: kind of scare You're right. me. Well, there's something everywhere. We got blizzards right. here. And I think we're getting better. Get ready for a, a big winter season. I have a bad feeling about this winter.
1: I also feel like during during the pandemic, too many people moved to Florida. Uh,
0: it might be a very overpopulated, but the yeah. state's so big. I'm sure you can find a nice, cozy corner.
1: Yeah, you'd have to find like one of those weird towns that you, you know, one of these backwoods Florida <laughs> <Del> towns. <Ran. laughs>
0: yeah, Delran, <laughs> Florida. You know, it sounds lovely, like Charleston, South Carolina.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I think I think about Charleston, South Carolina a lot. And that I've never been lovely. Don't know a single thing about it. But it does sound lovely, Jerry. It sounds like we'll just be relaxing on the porch, sipping tea.
0: Or like Ben Matlock. You can go to Savannah,
1: Georgia. Right.
0: I'm pretty sure that's where his firm was.
1: Mm-hmm. Big yeah. Matlock fan? Uh no, I was never a no. Matlock fan. Okay. I'm aware he exists and I know. Senior citizen grandmothers normally enjoyed it. You liked. Uh, I Matt Locke. loved
0: Matlock. I was blown away the day I realized that that was Andy Griffith. <laughs> I think I was watching that show on reap on reruns for about a year when it hit me that that was Andy Griffith from the Andy Griffith Show.
1: Yeah, I'm like, wow, look at this. Now he he what? What he
0: was a crime solver? Yeah, they were like, Pri- well, he was a defense attorney. And then he had his private investigators that would go and crack the case. All in the Georgia area. I, Savannah, Savannah, I believe, is where it was based. Yes. I love that show. Hmm. Now I watch it. I'm like, boy, this is terrible. It's weird watching the old shows now. But it felt so advanced back then. Sure. All right. So if I, But here's what's interesting. If I watch Law & Order from the mid-'90s when it first started, it still looks, while it looks older... The production of it and the cases are still pretty good, and that's 30 years ago now yeah. almost. That has not aged poorly. Matlock was the late 80s, early 90s. It's not like that was in the in the 60s. But that has not aged as well. Not quite. No, mm-hmm. a little hokier.
1: Hmm.
0: No. Not right. so much. Did you like Dragnet back in the day?
1: No. Nah. <laughs> I don't like anything in black and white I other gotcha. than the Munsters. The Mun- I- <laughs> See, I love Lucy. No? No. Nah. Really? Adam's Family. Eh, that was like a second-rate Munsters to me. Early I Dream of Dini in no. black and white? No, I just I can't get into black and white stuff. Twilight uh, Zone? No. I, I think he asked and answered it. But Munsters, that seemed like it should have been in black and white. Like when I see it colorized for yes, a, so a I, film yeah, yeah, yeah. and seeing a green Herman Munster, it looks weird. Yes, I hear I you. I like a gray Herman monster
0: Because <laughs> that's the way we
1: picture the way life was. Yeah, everything was in black and white back yeah. then. Not quite. Mm. Uh, Joe Shane held a press conference yesterday, Jerry. Talk about boring. Seems like such a nice
0: man, though. But nothing happened, right? Not really. No, I listened to most of it because I was here still. Yeah. Um, Here's the summary of Joe Shane. Daniel Jones is our quarterback. Might have to look to get another quarterback. Tommy DeVito is a nice
1: story. Evan Neal needs to play better. Okay. Yeah, I always think when um, when we play those live on the air, it's... That's like the host just going. Oh, I get off for half hour. <laughs> well, I will give BT and Sal credit in this regard. They
0: commented through it.
1: Yeah, that annoys me though too. Sometimes, but it
0: but it shows they were listening and paying attention.
1: Yeah, I don't even like when they when a host will go like, "You'll be hearing like, well, we need to get a new quarterback," and the host will go, "You're listening to the Joe Shane press conference on WFAN." Like, yeah, I'm trying to hear it. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Well, I guess that's for people that tune in a little late. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell is this? That's true. Because I thought that when I was at the urinal What the yesterday. hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm at the urinal, and I'm here, and I go, this doesn't sound like BT or Sal. Doesn't sound like either one of these guys. What gave that away? No, he was plus Wasn't speaking. yelling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what's goofy, though, about
0: yesterday? Brian, I understand trying to be coy about the whole quarterback thing. But even this whole thing with Tyrod Taylor and, right. and Tommy DeVito, he literally said seven different ways. Well, you know, we're going to have some meetings, and, and when we talk, we're going to talk in the meetings about uh, about that spot. And you know, we, But we have a lot of conversations in these meetings that are still going to come up. And when the meetings happen, and then maybe we'll know after the meetings, it's like, just tell us who's playing. Will you tell us that Tommy DeVito is playing quarterback? Come right. on.
1: Because here's the thing. If you put in anyone other than Daniel Jones in place of Tommy DeVito, you lose. Like I, right think, now, I actually
0: think you'll piss off the fans. Absolutely. I agree with you because he's
1: something to watch now. It's, he's a fun story, right? And, and their it, season has sucked. Yes, so it's got that gives you something to tune into on Monday. I could I
0: could agree Sundays. with you more. Well,
1: Josh Dobbs was a fun story. It was now it's not fun. I don't know why. Agreed,
0: but here is the difference. Kind of like what we said. The difference is Josh Dobbs has been in this league a long time and kind of is what he is. He's capable of playing well once in a while. But in the end, we know. We don't know about Tommy DeVito at all. All I've seen is a little bit better each week and kind of fun to watch. Yes. You know, the whole thing is just uh, silly. It's silly. It's silly. It's silly. But what are you going to do? So I want to see if I can actually find this for you because I want to see you blow your brains out. All right. So this is Brian Dable asked of a decision. I'll stop it because it's long. All right. As to if a decision had been made on the quarterback after the bye. Yeah, we're just we're just getting started here. We're just finishing up. Still got a little bit to go. Finishing up with the coaches on this game, and you know, work as a coaching staff, and you know, discuss a lot of things, look at a lot of things, and um, you know, try to fix some things. That'll be something, obviously, we talk about as well.
1: Is it as simple as who gives you the next best chance to win, or are there other things to
0: consider? Yeah, I'd say we're we're just getting started on that process now. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of meetings here tonight, tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I would appreciate at a press conference him come out and just go, listen, no matter what you ask, I'm going to give you no information. (laughs) So let's (laughs) just end this charade right now and you all go home. (laughs) That would be awesome. I mean, Bill Belichick basically does that
0: without telling you that. That would be cool if a coach would stand up there and say, listen guys, here's what's going to happen. One of two things. One, we can, I can tell you I'm not going to tell you anything and you can all go home nice and early or two, ask away and I'm going to lie right to your
1: faces. Because sometimes, at least, like with Rob Sala, he hasn't been doing this long enough. Where like he gets confused sometimes, and and foot and mouth sometimes. Yeah, sometimes he says things he shouldn't say. Sometimes he just has long pauses where he's giving you a different answer than he's going to speak. Right. But Ryan Dayball is not like that. Mm-mm. Not at all. I feel like I'm saying his name weird. Dayball. It's Dable. Dable. Dable like table. Dable like table. Some, not I, dayball. Now
0: I have heard people say Dable. 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 Say fast five times. Dable, 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 Dable. That was pretty good. Now day bowl five times. day the D- da ball. <laughs> it's not <da> ball. All right, <laughs> uh, We got to take the break uh, coming up right now. When we come back, we got a lot more to do. We're just scratching the surface. In-season tournament talk after the break as well. <laughs> and then we got Boomer and G-O at six on the fan. All right, 25 after 5, a little
1: minute work, yes? Yes, sir. Nice, nice. They still play, right? Uh, they do. At least the uh, the lead singer, Colin something or other, he, he
0: still plays. I did like that BT and Sal gave away uh, tickets yesterday to see the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And I'm not even sure Sal knew what the song Satisfaction was.
1: Seriously? <laughs> no idea. Man, people were going nuts for those tickets. I'm sure they were. Might be the last time you get to see them. You never know. We have them in the eight o'clock hour. Nice uh, today and the rest of the week. But how do I go about winning them? <laughs> you got to be a seventh caller. Yeah, when I they know. say. I uh, was. We, we were. Eddie and I were talking about this. Like, if you're a Met fan and we're giving away Yankee tickets, you're probably not calling. And if you're a Giant fan, if you if we're giving away Giants tickets, you're a Jet fan. You might not call. Right. The Rolling Stones is in the wheelhouse of. Probably almost every listener. Right,
0: Mick Jagger's eighty. Yeah. So, so that spans a lot of decades. Yes.
1: So, so I could always just tell when the contest lines are ringing throughout the show. Yeah. I'll look down and all the lines are full for people trying to win tickets that we're not giving away yet. And and yesterday was crazy. Rolling Stones, eight o'clock hour. That's cool. There's Be a there. tease. Be there at eight o'clock. Uh, interesting story came out yesterday about Sports Illustrated, Jerry. And uh, they were accused of publishing multiple articles written by fake robots. Essentially, what does
0: that mean? What do you mean, fake robots? You mean like artificial intelligence?
1: Yes, to write articles, intelligence.
0: You know, it's all right. So, before you mention that, so we have a thing um, with the travel baseball world or travel sports called Game Changer. Game Changer keeps the stats, you know, the coach has to input pitch by pitch what's going on, and then as soon as the game goes final, you click final, and it tallies up your final stats, all the plays, and instantaneously pops out a game recap, which I got to tell you is you can tell it's not written by a person, but it is really good. So is it something like that?
1: So they were putting out these articles. They They weren't game summaries but they also used fake writers names It's who, like columns yeah who who well yeah sort of so they they used bylines for people who don't exist like when when researchers went to google these people to yeah. see what else they've written their name don't come up and the face that they were putting next to the person's name for the article the faces were found on a website that sells fake ai generated faces really yeah Wow! So so Sports Illustrated said that it's not accurate, that the articles in question were product reviews from another company that they use for articles to put on their website. What? What do you mean, product reviews? Exactly. Are these
0: sports articles or are they product reviews looking at a Dyson vacuum? What are we talking about?
1: These were, they seemed like they were sports articles.
0: But then how could Sports Illustrated call them a product review if they're sports articles? I
1: don't know. It's controversy that still rages on. We did, haven't got to the bottom of it did yet. Did you see any of the articles that were published that are in question? Mm, no, because they've been scrubbed.
0: We're, we're heading into a very dangerous time. This artificial intelligence a yeah.
1: problem. Not good. I just like that they used fake names with a fake face. <laughs> this is our new writer. And they would just swap them out. So, like, the same writer with the, a name linked with a picture that would just disappear. Then wow. there'd be a new writer and a face. Man, Jerry, I Someone used to Someone got to, to love, get fired. I used to love me some Sports Illustrated. Back in the day, of course. Do they still print Sports Illustrated, I or is it just they, online? Uh, you know, I'm... Um,
0: I don't know. We don't get anything here anymore, so I, I don't know. I think it's just online. Yeah, I would think so, too, but uh, I'm not sure. I haven't been into a newsstand in quite some time. Yeah.
1: I used to love a Sports Illustrated uh, if I was going on an airplane. I'd get a USA Today and a Sports Illustrated. Sure.
0: Well, the problem with the USA
1: Today was it was a three-day paper. Yeah, but if you were traveling on the weekend. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah. Like the, the weekend Friday. edition. Oh, <laughs> They're like, listen, we're not doing a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday edition. Traveling on Sunday, they're previewing Saturday games. Like, but that was yesterday. Yeah. It was awful. They didn't want to work weekends over there at USA Today. I yeah, apparently not. All right. Well, I don't know how this ends, but it yeah. doesn't sound good. No, people are very upset though. If you they should if be. you look on social media. Yeah, they should be. They're po- they're they posting you know the great legendary um, covers and oh the old, how the mighty have fallen. That whole thing they're doing. I know. I know. They're doing how the mighty have fallen. Remember Sport Magazine? Yes, I used to get Sport Magazine. Me too. I did. Probably because it was cheaper than Sports Illustrated. I got
0: both. Yeah. Didn't you get bold? You just said you had Sports Illustrated.
1: Well, here's the thing. My dad worked at Newark Airport for like 36 years. So he would just, um, you know, people would leave their magazine sure. just laying around. He would just... So every t- my every time I got a Sports Illustrated, I had a different person's home address <laughs> on it. And the address. And a state, everything. <laughs> I get like funny. somebody's from Dallas. Yeah. And it's the same with Sport Magazine.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, had, I subscribed to both of them. And then, of course, when... Uh, the National came out. I was all up into what that. What was that? The National was the sports newspaper that collected. It was kind of like The Athletic back in the day, but a newspaper. I remember Mike Lupica went to it. They got all the big writers from around the country. and But it didn't last long, and it was a newspaper just for sports. I'm surprised you. you remember that, Eddie? I don't remember the that. The National? Frank DeFord started it. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't
1: remember no. that. Wow. sport. I feel like there was another one.
0: Matter of S- fact, I might still have the, uh, the inaugural paper. At, home. at you and because i do have like i have back home my sports illustrated now i don't think they're worth anything because my name and address is on it but i think i've got tiger woods's cover when he won at augusta the first time i've got i've got a lot of good ones like that i got one with montana on the cover and i've saved them all a jeter when he's on the cover um is it with the no shirt on I forget, but I got a bunch of those. I got a Michael Jordan from '84, and I think I have the. I think I have the inaugural national newspaper. I think. What about sporting news? Did you get that too? I never liked sporting. I don't like the way it was laid out. Yeah, I never. I no, I didn't like sporting news.
1: You ever see that photograph of it was done professionally, but it's Bob Dylan in a convenience store. He's at the he's at the newsstand of the convenience store. and He's reading, I believe it's Baseball Digest. I don't think so. Or Some baseball newspaper. Mm, I'd have to see it. That doesn't ring a bell to me, yeah. though. No,
0: that's another one I never got. Was Baseball Digest? Yeah. And I don't know why. Growing up, I was all baseball and uh, basically baseball and NFL. And I don't know why I never really got it. I used to I used to try and get the Cowboy Newsletter magazine that they used not magazine but newspaper they used to have, but I never got. Never Baseball Digest for whatever reason. But Sports Illustrated, Jerry, we yeah.
1: all got that. We all did.
0: And you What do get... you think in their heyday was their distribution on a weekly basis,
1: That's would you say? That's a good say? question.
0: Or their subscription. How many
1: people were in America? 330 million? I don't know about 1985. I don't know.
0: But let's just say round number, 300 million people. Like, how many subscribers at their peak do you think they had? And when the
1: peak started to fall, at what point did they start to panic? Good question, Jerry. I Googled the 1985, there were 238 million people in America. Okay. 200 million?
0: No. It was not that many. <laughs> I
1: feel like everybody had it, Jerry. It was not
0: 20 out of 23 people in this country reading Sports Illustrated. I, That's I not true. I feel
1: like everyone had it, Jerry. No,
0: no, no,
1: no, no. Stop it. At its peak. You Google it? Yeah. It's amazing. If that comes up with an answer, Jerry. Why? Because that's, that's a pretty specific question. Um, like, wh- I don't know if I'm phrasing it and properly. when did they start to panic?
0: Mm. Well, that's a little different. Yes. Uh, let's see. The internet era. Mm, does magazine subscribers were down? Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, kid,
1: that doesn't come doesn't up. Doesn't tell you. I might Google nah. out during the show. I might need to know the answer to that. But here's the thing, Jerry. When AOL came out and they had like a sports page, I think that's when he, they were probably... Although they were probably very cocky and weren't like AOL? No, or Sports, uh, Sports Illustrated. Illustrated was probably very cocky and they're like people are always going to get magazines. Used to get magazines like if you if uh, your next-door neighbor was in Cub Scouts or something, they or Girl Scouts, they were selling you cookies and they'd start selling you magazine subscriptions. I'm sure. I'm trying to look. I just put in 1985, how many
0: subscribers The Sports Illustrated have. That doesn't come up either. Damn. Oh well. What are you going to do? But, yeah. Maybe you can find that during the program. That went. There
1: is a they question. They went downhill fast. When they started going down, Jerry, it went quickly.
0: Yeah, and well, but that's but that's also the whole part of the uh, of the internet, what that's done yeah, to everything. The
1: freaking internet.
0: The freaking internet, yeah. How many covers do you think Michael Jordan was on? 24.
1: 49. Damn. Most by anybody. I remember the most shocking one. In that era, was they put Hulk Hogan on the cover, and that was oh, really? before anyone like now ESPN covers wrestling. No one was doing that back then, and they they did a a whole story about Hulk Hogan and wrestling. Did you see the woman wrestler that uh, was in in court? Yeah, does
0: not look like her. No, she's had a rough a rough yeah, yeah. go, but she's going to jail. She is going to jail, and I there was a the side by side. I've got it. She's got to be like, man, what's I happened had it to me? All. Yeah.
1: I forget her name. You remember? Do mm. Mm. you think if I put in wrestler and news, it comes right up? Mm. Yeah, put female wrestler. All right, Jerry. It was a lot Trick? of- Trick?
0: T-R-Y-K?
1: There's a lot of- uh, Trista Trick? No. That's, you're thinking of the girl who talks gambling on the radio station. Oh, Trista Crick. Yeah. Uh, Tammy Sitch. All oh, right, that was close. Sentenced <laughs> to 17 years for a deadly DUI crash. Is that what Oof! Is that yeah. what it was? Mm-hmm. That is rough.
0: And then the side-by-side photo that I saw was, wow. It's hard to believe it's the same person.
1: So she had one point in her life, Jerry, where she was living it up. Yeah. And then now she's, well, she needs redemption now. That's what it's all about. How old is she? She's an older gal. No, no, does it say? Mm. Like you just said sentenced to 17 years.
0: Yes, yeah, 17 years. So unless she's in like her 40s when she comes she's out. She's 50 right now.
1: So it's, so it's 67. She go on a redemption tour, start wrestling again.
0: I suppose we did see what Dolly Parton looks like at 77. Correct, Man, well, okay. Get you in
1: an arm bar, Jerry, at 77, give Boy. you a flare chop.
0: Imagine that. You had the world.
1: You had the world Man. in a headlock, Jerry. Yeah, that's a good analogy. And then they always say one bad day. Can, can ruin, ruin everything. T-
0: it's not even a day. One bad moment.
1: One bad moment. One even bad better, moment. Jerry. One bad moment can ruin your life and somebody else's. Uh, that is very true. So you know what I say, Jerry? Live, damn it! Yeah, why don't you start taking your own Live. advice? I am. You Live. are.
0: How so? You don't even have TV.
1: <laughs> I don't have cable television, but or I... channel
0: two, four, five, seven,
1: nine, or eleven. <laughs> Other than that. You have a TV.
0: I do have a television. Your programming's just limited.
1: I have Netflix. I have Discovery+. Plus. <laughs> I got NFL, uh, that NFL um, uh, app. NFL Plus. NFL Plus, yes. which
0: is very good. I know. You just can't watch
1: NCIS. Correct. <laughs> Unless it's on one of those. On Paramount Plus. <laughs> no, I don't even have that. Oh, you don't know have that either? No.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you thought know. they were
1: going to give us that for free because we work on CBS Sports Yeah, now, right? no, I pay for it now. By the way, yeah. Netflix is up to like $24 a month.
0: Yeah very sneaky like, that happened quick yeah i remember signing up it was twelve dollars
1: they're like did you want the package that doesn't buffer or because that's an extra eight dollars <laughs> well they have a commercial package now yeah i'm ne- i will never i understand i get it pay for a commercial package i totally understand if i'm getting commercials i want it for
0: free i gotcha fair enough like uh, this show jerry free we are free and we do have to step aside for what? a commercial or two and then we're going to come back with a whole lot more. And then Boomer and Geoid 6 on the fan. Clear skies, 35 degrees on this Tuesday morning. As we take it at 10 o'clock. It's a beautiful fall slash winter day. It's the holiday season in New York City. A little dissident. Pearl Jam. Sports Radio 101.9 FM.
1: You nailed it, Jerry. Yeah. CBS Sports Network is running. Uh, what is that, Auburn, Alabama? From the this? Iron Bowl, I believe yeah. that is. And I was watching before they were showing like uh, was he in bounds or out of bounds, and I don't watch college football
0: or football. No, I watch. No, football. I'm joking. I know.
1: They were showing a play before it was a receiver in bounds, yeah. you know. And in college, it's one, one foot, foot. in bounds. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer one foot in bounds for the NFL, or you like no? The two I like feet the, no. I like the two feet. I
0: just. What I don't like is the complication of what the catch is and what what it isn't. That's all.
1: Like, when you get your two feet inbounds, then you fall to the ground. You're nine feet out of bounds where all the camera yeah. dudes are, and they're still looking to see if you... Like, have, you caught the ball.
0: Right? I don't like this whole continuation of a football move. Or it's just the whole thing is stupid. Especially if you're out of bounds. Correct. And having to finish the play yeah, and all you, that stuff.
1: You're already out of bounds, so you either... Also, the fact that I
0: don't like that the ground cannot cause a fumble, but it can cause an incompletion. Well, how is that fair? Like, if you make the catch, you've got two feet in bounds, you fall to the ground, hit the ground, and the ball pops out. They will call that incomplete because you didn't control it through the catch. Yet... If you're running free, you get clobbered. You hit the ground. The ball pops out. No, oh, that's no fumble. The ground can't cause a fumble, but it can cause an incomplete pass. A ground you caught should, the ball. Yeah,
1: a ground should be able to cause a fumble.
0: I also don't like this whole notion too that you catch the ball, you go to the ground, the tip of the football hits the ground, it moves a centimeter, uh, incomplete ball shifted. Like, come on, like it's, what are we what are we doing with this? It's stupid a little league? much. It Jerry. is a little much. I agree.
1: I see that Nance and Romo have the weekend off. Boy, Romo got murdered
0: online this weekend for his commentary. Nam, yeah. mm, hello. Well, he said a few obvious things, then a couple of things that were factually
1: wrong. <laughs> I did hear uh, Romo, you suck. No, I didn't say I love. I love Romo. I did I'm hear uh, Evan and Tiki playing clips of Romo uh, really like salivating over Dolly Parton. Yeah, I didn't think that was fair.
0: That would that went everywhere. I didn't think that didn't we play it too, me and you? I don't know. What do you mean? It was yesterday. I don't remember. Oh, it was Friday.
1: Friday. I played it Friday
0: when I did the show with CeeLo and Peter Schwartz. Peter Schwartz. I did not think what what Romo did was anything crazy agree it was nothing he was like dolly parton looked great and jim nance wanted no part
1: of it yeah i guess that was the part that was not romo's fault that nance didn't want to play along he also seemed excited that she was in a dallas cowboy cheerleader not really i'm uh, rubbing myself while old ladies are working out (laughs)
0: listen you
1: do what you gotta do where that's from
0: but that's not really true he he didn't i think he was like she looks great in a dallas cowboys cheerleader look at this And Nance was like, yeah, that's right. So, the uh, second half. No, Jim, Mm. we're talking about Dolly Parton here. Now, what did he get? He made factually incorrect things. he was talking about the Eagles on offense and setting up a play for uh, Steph Diggs. He's on the Bills. Oh. Then there was one point where they were down four, and he's like, they should probably kick the field goal here to get the game tied. Well, you get three points for a field goal, on four. So, if you look up Tony Romo uh, on social media, they're
1: countless. So, he had a rough time.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: And so you, I guess he worked Thursday Thanksgiving, and they worked Sunday. Yeah, I was, I, I saw that yesterday. Like, the A
0: team is going to get the day off because they work two games in four days. Yeah, and you make a million dollars a game. Get yeah. your ass out there Sunday.
1: Yeah, they will not be now. The good news is there's no good games this weekend that they would that they would have. So no, cool, gone we're not to. doing cool games. There doesn't appear to be a cool CBS. Oh boy, game, really? That Romo Nance would have went to. Well, aren't the Jets playing the Falcons? <laughs> Good point, Jerry. Good
0: point, Boomer. Hmm.
1: I had what else, Al? Find something <laughs> else for you about about the announcers of Romo and Indy. No, I can't. Andrew remember. Andrew
0: Catalan related. No, Iron Eagle. No, nah, I can't remember. I'm not going to remember. Mike, you know someone here? I don't know who was working tape. I'm sure it was some young kid. They had all the uh, Nick highlights that Mike Breen did. Mike Breen, who was like, I would think this generation's Marv Albert now. They were all labeled as Kenny Albert.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on.
0: <laughs> you
1: by, kidding me. By the way, the, uh, we love Kenny Albert around here. Yeah. He's a very much a regular guy. Yes, very nice guy. So when I was listening to this uh, Theo Vaughn podcast where he was talking to Wayne Gretzky, mm-hmm. he randomly asked Wayne Gretzky, are you reading any books? And he goes, yes, I'm reading the Kenny Albert well,
0: book. Well, why wouldn't he? It's his life in broadcasting and a lot of hockey.
1: I know, but I thought, wow, if I'm Kenny Albert. Yeah. Like Kenny Albert, clipped
0: that and post it. Yeah, this like, book's so good. The great one reads it.
1: And I even wonder, like, does does word get back to Kenny Albert that Wayne Gretzky's reading? Yes, hundred percent. Should I reach out to Kenny Albert?
0: I'd put Kenny Albert on. I would have Kenny Albert come in studio. Yes, and let him promote the book. Like Kenny's a great guy, and I bet you. And I haven't seen the so book. Pleasant. And I haven't because I'm dumb as a box of rocks. I haven't yeah. bought a book in a long time or read one. Um, I would read that though. All
1: these trips I got coming up with yeah, Rutgers. It's his life. And uh, Wayne Gretzky was saying he any he, he doesn't read a lot of books, but if he reads a book, it's it's uh, sports-based. Yeah, well, that's me, too. I yeah. don't really like too many. Unless it's a historical
0: biography, mm. I'm really not right? interested in fiction or, or story anything like that. Is it available as an audio book, and does Kenny read it? I yes. don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. You would love that.
1: Have well, Kenny Albert in your ear. Your... Right.
0: Because yeah. then you think you read a book when you didn't. Correct. Nestor
1: Cortez got married, Jerry.
0: Aaron Judge wasn't there, was he? No.
1: His name was on guess like, is, is there a rift? <laughs> <laughs> Amongst those who joined him, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Luis Severino. Gleyber Torres. Josh Donaldson was that there. Did Rizzo <laughs> sit on his face? <laughs> Jerry. Gio Urshela. Josh Donaldson was yeah. there? You're kidding no. me. No, and Giancarlo Stanton. Wow. Yep. How about that? I saw photos. Okay. I, I think... Um, and where was this wedding? Miami, is Miami, it? yeah. Uh, I believe the the significant other of Araldus Chapman posted the photos okay. to her social media. Very cool. So, yeah. Good for Nestor Cortez. And I got to say, I expe- I was like, oh, let me see what's going on in these photos. And when I clicked on them, I don't know why I was expecting Nestor Cortez to be chubby. I don't okay. know why. He's looking very slim. Maybe he went on the 30-30-30 diet.
0: What is that? That's the, that's the new one now. 30-30-and-30? 30-30-30. Yeah. You well, get up and you consume all protein within 30 minutes of waking up, <laughs> and then you do 30 minutes of light cardio. Oh, is that right? Yeah.
1: Well, he did something because he was looking slim and trim. Good for him. Now, maybe he just looks thicker when he's got a tucked-in baseball uniform. Uh, probably maybe he wears it a little loose. Maybe that's it. Very possible. Yeah. I think but Atkins I- is still a diet. Atkins diet? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, oh, Rob Lowe endorses Atkins. That's right. Yeah, I think th- I think carnivore diet is taking over the Atkins diet. Okay. Which is similar, I believe. Very, I got gotcha. you. A lot of protein. A lot of protein. A lot Jared. of protein. But I remember on that a- Atkins diet, people would just be eating pounds of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, delicious. Oh, pounds and of bacon. And then you could have theory. a lot of jerky, right? Jerky too, yep. Jerky and bacon. Oh, jerky and what bacon. What a diet. I once worked with a, a DJ who was on Atkins diet, and he would eat cane, not cane. It was uh, this Booker this guy Rick. He was like, oh. he wasn't in the market very long, but he he would get a big thing of bacon in the morning, and then at the end of the four hour shift, he'd have a big thing of meatballs. Was he not in the market long because his arteries clogged
0: up? I'm an architect. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I hope he's still doing
1: well. That's a lot of bacon. He's doing well. He went to Orlando. He's been there forever. Oh.
0: That sounds so lovely. No. But it's 32 degrees this morning. Eating
1: meat and oh, God. spinning records in Orlando, Jerry. That's the life. Mm, quick break. When we come
0: back, we'll get you to a Boomer and Geo, Odyssey Sportsman, and Amy Lawrence on the Panthers disaster. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN about a
1: minute or so. Boomer and Geo standing by. What else, Al? I see. Uh, there's reports, Jerry, that Greg Olson wants to be the head coach of the Panthers. Okay, well, I mean, he's got experience, right? Uh, well, interesting. Jerry It says he has uh, no coaching experience other than, and this is in the article. Yeah, yeah. His son's Pop Warner team. Hey, football's football, Al. <laughs> <laughs> he's know what he's doing, right? He's like, I got to do something yeah. when Tom Brady gets here. Which I, I don't know. I feel like that's over. <laughs> not even started. I don't want well, to hear not? it. Th- to go away. Or just, t- you know what? Team them with somebody new. You right? could do that too. Yeah, absolutely. Because you already have a set of people. You could also put them in the
0: booth with them. You like you've got the Tiki Matt Ryan Catalan booth. That's true. What do we got to bump Greg Olson for at this point? I've gotten very used to him with Burkhart.
1: But then you're, you're you're moving somebody new in. That's his territory. Plus, don't they
0: have not only Aaron Andrews, they got Tom Rinaldi, too? That's yes. like a
1: big crew. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Now you had Tom Brady. Five people. <laughs> but Tom Brady's going to come at a hefty price, Jerry.
0: WFAN. WFAN-FM.
1: WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.